Hello and welcome to another episode of the Two Bros Podcast. We are Two Bros. This is the Two Bros Podcast. Welcome, welcome. And uh, today we're going to continue with our Let's Get Started with series. And of course, one of the major uh, passes of time, dare I say, in India is trekking. It's very popular now. And uh, the minute you get a day off, the minute you get a weekend, you can see n number of people with their cars and their bags and their camels. They all end up in the mountains. It's fantastic. To discuss it, I mean, I've never done trekking in my life. I mean, I've got some questions. But to discuss it, we have brought our resident pahadi in the studio today. It's Gayatri Rawat. Hey. We know Gayatri Rawat. We love Gayatri Rawat. She's a friend of the podcast. Welcome, Gayatri. Welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for having me here again. Good to have you. And this was the minute I had this idea about talking about trekking and how do you get started with trekking? Because I don't know. I have no idea. I knew I had to call you over because you're the man, the woo I'm man, the man. <laughs> when, it, when it comes to trekking. Now, Gayatri, first things first, uh, why would I go to a trek in the first place? Now, I'm a beach bum, you know that. I would much rather lie on a beach with a, with a corona in my hand. The beer, not the virus. So, why the why would I go trekking? It's cold, it's hard, and it's so heavy. Everything is so heavy. Why would I go there? Because it's fun. And obviously, for the views. You can't get those views, you know, that feeling of the nature... when you are sitting at a beach with a corona in your hand so obviously for all of that you have to struggle a bit you have to climb a few mountains you have to go walk on a few trails and then at the end of it what you see is something that is absolutely amazing and it's worth all the struggle no you know what i th- i see your point i would i would deny it if it was like 2 years ago because i'd never really seen a mountain mountain mm-hmm. but post my visit to nepal i think at the looking at mount everest with my own eyes i think that kind of switched something in me because i mean you're right i mean the ocean is beautiful but the mountains they just kind of they just do something else they just like uh, i mean i can't explain it yeah but but yeah so when when did you get started with trekking when did you realize that you enjoyed trekking and you look forward to uh, going on treks and stuff so i've been doing like short treks on and off uh, mm-hmm. since forever because obviously i'm a pahari mm mm-hmm. but um i started trekking seriously in 2018 mm-hmm. so that was post uh, my accident and that's you know when i started surfing and you know i was just reading about certain treks and this idea came to me that okay maybe you know this is something that i wanted to explore so yeah that's when i started trekking uh, seriously and i did my research and yeah that's where the journey began fair enough now let's come back to the main question here gayatri how does one get started now take my example you know i have never been trekking we i mean remember pre pandemic we were talking about going trekking but never happened because thanks corona the virus not the beer but uh, how does one get started with trekking what where do you even begin so you know it basically begins with the attitude that you have towards trekking mm-hmm. so if you're looking for all fun and games uh probably trekking is not for you mm-hmm. because it will basically test you mm-hmm. it's going to test you big time and in case you know if you are somebody who's uh who enjoys mountains but is also fond of you know luxury mm-hmm. and you want that kind of treatment uh, probably trekking is not for you because there will be times when there won't be proper hotels there won't be proper washrooms mm-hmm. uh the options that you have for food would be very limited 
and a lot of times you might even have to you know stay in tents mm-hmm. so that is something that you need to consider before planning a trek there are a lot of treks where you will find uh, good hotels but those treks are really commercial treks and you won't get to see you know uh, those kind of views that i was talking about for that you need to you know isolate yourself from the city life and you need to visit certain trails that are not that popular mm-hmm. and obviously because they are not that commercialized you won't find all these luxuries there mm-hmm. so that's something to consider before you start trekking um another thing that you need to consider is physical fitness you need to have a certain level of physical fitness in order to be able to successfully uh, complete your trek so for me if you are going on a trek uh, i would prefer that you know you just trek the entire trail and not get into ponies and you know all that stuff because there are porters there are ponies you can always go ahead and um, you know take help in certain treks there are choppers as well that are available but then you know what's the point of trekking mm-hmm. if you're just if you just want to reach that particular point and uh, you know the summit and just go and um to see all of those views so i i think that's this that's not the point of trekking you need to enjoy the trail you need to enjoy the process of getting to the summit so a certain level of uh, physical activity or physical fitness is something that i would say is a must when you are considering trekking mm-hmm. now i i i remember some of these famous uh, treks in india like what's a famous trek in india spiti valley spiti valley is famous right it is pretty famous but they they do have a lot of uh, hotels and stuff available now what the by the lake what lake is that i have no Pangong. idea pangong lake mm-hmm. is, is that pangong lake pangong i thought that was ladakh or oh, anyway so yeah so i reckon there's a lot of uh, you know luxury hotels and amenities coming up because it's clearly getting commercialized mm-hmm. and uh, the instagram generation is ending up there more and more of course i mean even during the pandemic people are ending up there but anyway that's their uh, prerogative question number 2 what kind of equipment do i need to carry from my house second what kind of equipment can i get at the location that's critical i would say so uh, basically you know depending on the trek you can get all the equipment at the uh, you know uh, base camp also mm-hmm. uh, but in certain treks where it's not a very popular trek and you're not trekking with one of these uh, companies that take you for treks like for example india hikes thrillophilia these are certain organizations that do take people in a group for certain treks mm-hmm. so in that cases uh, these are the people who can always go ahead and provide you with the equipment but if you are trekking on your own or you would want to carry your own equipment um first and foremost you need to have uh, you know your woolen sorted mm-hmm. so you need to have your fleece jackets um you know probably one or two depending on what season are you trekking in mm-hmm. and what area are you trekking in so let's say in case if it's you're trekking in july and august when it's you know the season peak season for monsoons uh, probably you need to carry a little bit more of woolen so that in case if they get wet you have another option another thing is that you would need some uh, quick dry t-shirts so that's a must because you'll sweat a lot on your trek mm-hmm. there can be rain there can be anything mountains are very unpredictable the season there is very much unpredictable so you have to carry these things uh, you also need to have a waterproof trekking shoes So that's another thing that is important please 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 do not trek in your um, you know 
regular sport shoes mm-hmm. that is something that i would never suggest because you can get injured so getting a good pair of waterproof trekking shoes is important uh you might also want to carry trekking poles because it provides a lot of support especially when you are descending mm-hmm. so that's uh, important another thing that's important is your backpack so you need to have a proper backpack for trekking uh, depending on how many days of trekking you are on you, um, you can start from you know probably 45 liters and go up to 75 liters so that's how you can select your backpack you need to have a rain poncho mm-hmm. that's uh, super important and a rain cover for your bag as well so that's something that you need to carry for sure you also need to carry your toiletries and your medical kit because um few people they tend to get ams the acute mountain sickness mm-hmm. so for that you need to carry your medication or any other general medication that you feel that you might need so yeah that's something that you need to carry because on your trek you will not find these things also another thing that you should carry is um you know certain snacks like chocolates or uh, probably nuts uh that's going to give you a lot of energy when you are trekking so yeah and uh, yeah another thing is a day pack that you need to carry mm-hmm. so you might not um you know carry your entire luggage to the summit depending on where you are trekking like for example if it's a valley of flood trek that you are doing you will keep your entire luggage at your uh, base camp and when you are trekking you can carry your day pack wherein you can pack your tiffin your medicines and all of that stuff and you can go on that day trek so that's that pretty much sums it up all Wow that's a lot of that's a big list now speaking of backpacks now i remember you had mentioned once that there is a system that you follow layering of the backpack what goes at the bottom what goes at the top talk us through that uh, that uh, layering that you had mentioned so basically anything that you feel that you would require while trekking and you'll need it instantly like for example if it begins to rain and if your raincoat is at the bottom of the uh, let's say your backpack obviously you can't get it an, up in time so anything that you feel that you would require instantly while you are ascending or descending you need to keep it on top so uh, what i do is i keep my raincoat handy i keep my medicines handy uh your toilet roll that needs to be handy uh, a layer of uh, you know woolen probably a jacket or something because you know when you are trekking obviously you will start sweating you will feel uh, warm so you tend to you know take off your woolens So you need to have one layer that is handy so that in case the wind catches up you can just you know cover yourself and avoid getting sick and another thing that I keep handy is the headlamp so for example if I have to um you know stay in a tent and it gets dark pretty quickly in the mountain so you need to have your headlamp handy mm-hmm. so these are the things that i keep on top another thing that i keep handy is the rain cover for my backpack usually it goes uh, at the bottom of the backpack so that is something that uh, you know are worth keeping handy mm-hmm. also you would want to invest in trousers uh, that have a lot of pockets mm-hmm. so you can you can keep you know a lot of stuff in the pockets so yeah Now talking about a lot of you've mentioned a lot of equipment that you need to carry. Now starting from camping gear to backpacks and stuff. Name like what are what are some of the good brands? I I know Decathlon has a lot of camping equipment, but is it is it good? What do you recommend? What do you have? What do you carry? So uh, I would say yes, Decathlon. It does some really good camping gear. 
uh, you can get all your fleece jackets and your t-shirts and tees the mm-hmm. uh, quick dry tees from Decathlon they are pretty decent um, it's an affordable option too for backpacks and tents if you are carrying tent as well uh, Wildcraft is one of the good brands that you can go for they make some pretty decent uh, backpacks and tents so yeah these are the pre- these are pretty much all the brands that are available and again uh, for uh, you know the headgear the camping light the camping poles the trekking poles and all of that mm-hmm. yes you can very easily uh, get it at Decathlon and uh, a fully loaded backpack let's say your fully loaded backpack how much does it weigh what are we talking here Uh, it depends on how many days are you going to spend mm-hmm. on the trail so let's say if it's a 2 to 3 day trek um i carry a 45 liter backpack and nothing more than that you don't have to stuff your backpack a lot you need to pack very wisely mm-hmm. because it's going to be you who's going to carry that backpack on the trail so if you're planning on getting a porter still i would suggest you know pack only essentials and do not put in stuff that you would not require um the weight of the backpack decides your speed you know how fast are you going to get to the summit or another factors as well you know some people might get dizzy some people might also end up throwing up because you know their backpack was really heavy and they couldn't carry it mm-hmm. so you have to be very wary of what you are packing and how you are packing it so yeah for a 2 to 3 days trek i think i would go for a 45 liter backpack and if it's anywhere post you know um more than 7 or 8 days trek then i would go for something like 65 liters i reckon there's a safety angle there as well like if you're carrying a really heavy backpack and you're going up an incline and if you can't handle it you might just like topple over and head back down to the mountain and not a in a very quick manner which is very rapid uh, fair enough now gayatri uh, i'm a beginner i've never been there now what are some of the good treks where i would i can begin like my trekking journey and if you know just to dabble my toes in it and see if i like it see if i want to do those longer treks those uh, seven day six night kind of treks like where do i begin so basically it depends on what you are up for so there are certain small treks that are very beautiful mm-hmm. but they won't have amenities like a hotel room or a washroom electricity no electricity oh, so there are a lot of treks see that's that's the whole thing about trekking you can go ahead and you know get disconnected from all the hustle bustle of the city and you can just enjoy nature there because there's no electricity you won't be inclined to use your phone because there no signals and no electricity no battery but yes you can always go ahead and carry your power banks mm-hmm. uh so yeah depending on what you are up for there are certain treks so for example if you are up for anything you don't care about washrooms or a hotel room you are up for staying in a tent then i would suggest go for the kareri lake trek it's a 3 day trek in himachal it starts from dharamshala and it's a beautiful trek it's a trail that runs by a stream mm-hmm. and it's an amazing trek i remember you saw those pictures on my instagram and that's that's what piqued your interest you told me that you've been to some really nice places and we'll talk about it i mean they they all looked good but it was the, my trip to nepal that sort of mm-hmm. piqued my interest in mountains but yeah okay carry on so yeah that's that's one trek that i would suggest you in case if you are not that kind of a person and you would want a hotel and a proper washroom and electricity then i would say certain treks like um, you know 
Darya Bogyal and these are the treks that you can go for mm-hmm. in case if you want to go for a longer treks like 6 to 7 8 days trek uh, I would suggest going to Valley of Flowers and Hemkund Sahib that's an extension to Valley of Flowers trek so that's one trek that you should definitely do uh, that's where you will find a hotel and um, I think electricity as well yes if I remember correctly there was electricity um, and um, you know another trek that I have on my bucket list is the Nalong Valley trek mm-hmm. now that's a trek that has recently opened for Indian citizens it's the border of uh, India and Tibet mm-hmm. so yeah that's something that I was looking forward to unfortunately I, we couldn't pursue it this time but yeah maybe next time Fair enough. Now, Gayatri, you've mentioned uh, physical fitness is one thing and you've mentioned what kind of things you need to pack. What else do I need to prepare? What else is there to prepare? Do I need to... How difficult is it to sleep in a tent if you've never done it before? Do you need to practice that? Maybe sleep in your living room in a tent or some kind? I don't know. No, not really, actually. It's not that difficult. But yes, obviously, you'll need to learn how to pitch a tent mm-hmm. in case if there is no help and uh, you know, you're trekking on your own. and you are trekking to an isolated area where you are not expecting anybody else to be there obviously you need to learn how to pitch a tent mm-hmm. and it's not that difficult uh, decathlon and wildcraft have made some really good tents and it's really easy to pitch them so i mean i i learned pitching the tent in like 5 to 10 minutes so i'm pretty sure that you will be able to do that so it's wait really is this these, these are just what one person tents two per, two people tents can one person set it up one person stay how big are these tents and how long does it so the tents can be from one person tent to they they can go very huge mm-hmm. ours was a three person tent mm-hmm. uh, that i pitched for the first time and yes a single person can go ahead and pitch these tents so it's not that difficult you just have to put in those uh, you know there are these sticks that you need to put in the uh, sleeve mm-hmm. and yeah the tent then goes up so yeah it's what, not that what's what's on the floor of these tents like what is what's is some kind of mattress what what is it so yeah you have to carry a foam mattress as oh, well man. it's not that heavy it's it's not heavy i reckon at this point you've gone past <laughs> 20 20 kilos at least 20 must have no, no, gone no, past no, 20 no 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 15 maybe 15 20 not at all not at all the tents are not that heavy no in total i'm saying the backpack if you add everything with the the mattress the tent the whole shebang power banks whatever you've crossed 20 by now i think Mm, could be actually depends on the duration of the trek i won't say it would definitely cross 20 kgs but mm-hmm. uh, yeah also you can get tents at the summit as well for most of the treks but uh, like us uh, me and my friends we were carrying our tent it was three people tent and it was not that heavy if you pack it properly it just you know uh, rolls up pretty well and it's mm-hmm. not that heavy and yeah it's very easy to pitch also the foam mattresses that go inside are not that thick mm-hmm. so yeah it's pretty lightweight you need to get accustomed to sleep in it uh, i mean it's not as comfy as the mattresses that we sleep on regularly but yeah i mean that's that's the best that you can get at that altitude Okay, I have some more questions. Like, would you recommend, like in India, speaking specifically for India, would you recommend traveling alone, or should you go in a group, or go in like a tour kind of a group? How does? What do you think? Uh, Safety-wise. So initially, if you are just starting off, then I would suggest you going with a group, mm-hmm. or probably you know sign up with one of the organizations like Thrillophilia or India Hikes. 
I went for my first trek with Thrillophilia. It was a pretty amazing experience. They pretty much sorted out uh, sort out everything for you. Mm-hmm. So they'll sort out your accommodation, your food. You'll have a trek leader who's gonna you know guide you throughout the trek, and that's how I started. Once you gain confidence, you can uh, you know go with your friends. Uh, take somebody who is experienced with you who can help you with making certain decisions on the trail so yeah you can always go with your friends and later on once you have done you know a decent amount of trekking you can always be there on your own it's pretty safe it i don't think so you know it's very difficult to trek in the indian mountains mm-hmm. uh, people are really nice people are very helpful uh, you know in the mountains so yeah i don't think so there is a safety point of view uh, being a woman obviously you have to be a little bit cautious but i think other than that if you are listening to your instincts it's not very difficult to trek in india some very good points no i I've, i've seen some uh, some of these shows on uh, discovery channel like uh, the survival kind of shows mm-hmm. do you need to know how to like start your own fire and kill your own prey and stuff like that how <laughs> Am I going to be shooting bows and arrows at squirrels and rabbits and stuff? Not at all. That's not allowed. What about it's fire illegal. and stuff? If you if you're cold, like can you set your own campfire? How, how do you yes. How do you get started? You, do you need you, the flint thingy? No, 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 no. You can carry kerosene and kerosene. Yeah, yeah, carry kerosene That's... or alcohol or uh, I mean I've done it with alcohol once. <laughs> well, if we, I'm getting alcohol, ran, I'm not setting of, fire to it. <laughs> I'm telling you that much. We ran out of kerosene and we just yeah. had a little bit of alcohol, so we did it with that. Mm-hmm. And yeah. You to carry your own matchsticks you have to go ahead and you know collect wood which is easily available it's not that difficult uh if it's raining then it's obviously going to be very difficult to set fire and uh, you know you won't be able to find dry wood mm-hmm. so it's going to be difficult when you're trekking in the rainy season but otherwise yes you can just carry a little bit of ker- kerosene and cotton and uh, you know matchstick and you'll be good Okay fair enough now talk us through some of the regulations that are there can you just pitch your tent anywhere can you start a fire anywhere i reckon some of these trees might be protected so it's not about Something the like trees that? uh it's about the area that is the protected. area yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah so uh, like for example uh, the valley of flower trek the area is protected it's uh, you know it's a sanctuary it's protected mm-hmm. so you cannot go ahead and pitch your tent there in certain areas to cross certain areas you need permits mm-hmm. so a lot of time if you're trekking with the group they the, these groups they will go ahead and arrange permits uh if you're trekking on your own you have to apply for them once you reach there so that's another procedure especially in the nalong valley trek that i want to do you need to uh prove that you know A you are an Indian and B you don't have any ulterior motive going into that area because that's protected by Indian army. Oh wow. Okay. So yeah, you you actually it's it's not a technically a trek. You can't just go there on your own. The ITBP forces they will take you to the designated area. You can spend the day there and then they will get you back. So there are certain regulations, there are certain areas that are protected. Obviously there are uh, certain uh, these parks wherein you know if you pitch your tent they can be um wildlife present and mm-hmm, obviously mm-hmm. you wouldn't want to pitch your tent in an area where there there is a you know wild bear or tigers oh, so obviously you have okay. to be a little bit wary of that uh, but don't worry internet is an amazing place you get all of these details on the internet it's readily available so you just have to research your trek well and accordingly apply for permits and you can go there fair enough and uh, just for our listeners we are not getting this is not a paid promotion for india treks and thrillophilia or no, the, decathlon we get no <laughs> money from any of these institutions no money at all but uh, anyway gayatri i know there's a pandemic outside and i know mm-hmm. we had plans to go trekking and i would have i was going to be baptized by the mountains for the first time but that yes. hasn't happened yet 
tell me if once all of this is over and i hope it's soon touch wood mm-hmm. where is the first track that you're going to end up and why why would you go there and why what's your what's your what's next on your list so as i said what's next on my list is definitely nelong valley because mm-hmm. uh it looks like almost like ladakh Wow. And it's amazing. It has this amazing bridge and you can see Tibet across. So that's something that's on my list. Mm-hmm. And for our first trek, I think that's definitely going to be uh, Gomukh. Uh it's where it's the, you know, origin point of Ganga. Mm-hmm. So that's something that I am really interested in seeing. So let's see when that happens. I hope it happens soon and I I feel like uh, you've answered all of my questions. There's something you want to add on your side? I think that's pretty much it about trekking. Uh and one thing that I would want to uh add is that you know whenever you're trekking in the mountains you have to be wary of a few things that please 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 do not litter in the mountains because it's oh, yeah. very difficult to you know clean those areas. There's no facility available just like cities. There's no garbage man who comes and collects all the garbage and you know dumps it somewhere and now that garbage is not your problem. So please do not litter around. Also again, uh you know if you're just going in there for Instagram shots and to smoke up, uh trekking is definitely not for you. <laughs> so please 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 do not do that. Another thing that I would I mean I think that's that's something that I agree to personally um please do not drink on your treks it's not required uh I know a lot of people will say it's a lot of you know it's very cold and we are not able to handle it and we need booze to keep us warm no that's that's absolutely not required so please don't do all of these things be very respectful of the people uh of the local community follow their rules uh there are certain areas they would prohibit you from visiting uh just listen to them and yeah be respectful to everyone and i think you're going to enjoy a lot some very good points and i reckon if you want to eng- you know engage in those uh, recreational activities there i say uh do so in a in a hill station in the, in the foothills you know yeah absolutely why not uh, i mean why we, i mean if you become if, if you get injured i mean you're a you're a nuisance to a lot of people like people are going to bring you down yeah. and i reckon in a in a good of you know like a famous strike like uh, what's a famous strike like base camp i guess they have everest base camp mm-hmm. they probably have a lot of medical evac facilities and stuff but in india in the himachal and stuff i don't reckon there's a lot that, there's no medical facility available the yeah. nearest hospital would be a few kilometers away and there won't be any transportation oh so you got to be very careful you need to be very responsible and uh, yeah and hence i would suggest not engaging in these activities when you are at that altitude you can hurt yourself you can hurt other people so yeah that's pretty much it fair enough gayatri rawat thank you i feel like you have unloaded a whole you know a box full of emotions not emotions of lot of it is an emotion to me <laughs> Emotion. I feel like it's very really personal to you. Then that's why I thought you're the right person to call for this podcast. But yeah, there's a lot of information that uh, at least guys like me who are total beach bums have never come across. And I mean, I've looked at shots of mountains and stuff. They look good, but I'm like, yeah, am I going to end up there? Probably not. But maybe I will. Who knows? Uh, I guess the the key here is to research well and prepare yourself and take it slow. You know, do the whole. uh one day or two nights kind of a trek and then come back the next day and then see how see how if you like it and then move on to the bigger stuff and again i think knowing your boundaries and setting those goals is kind of where you lie every now and then so for me it's just going to be uh like a one night trek like you go there and the next day you're back just to see how it is because i do want to experience camping because mm-hmm. that's something i've never done to see if i really like it 
and uh, yeah work your way up from there and after that the world is always so i mean the peaks uh, not just in india not just in nepal not just in asia i mean look around the world the alps and kilimanjaro and where else man there's a whole lot of uh, things that you can do so guys we thank you so much for this information and uh, thank you so much for giving about half an hour of your time uh, really appreciate it and to our listeners if you have some more questions you can uh, reach out to the podcast you can reach out to me those who know me personally all four or five of you who listen you know who you are <laughs> we thank you for your support but yeah do reach out we do have a few more questions if you want to if you want to get those get those questions answered we will make an effort to get them answered we do have a website now just look us up and uh, we'll see you on the next episode till then keep learning thank you so much